your Bibles to Hebrews 2.14. Three very important truths found in this scripture. We need to know it. Say, I'm going to know it, and I'm going to walk in it. Three very important truths. Hebrews 2, verse 14. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself, likewise, shared in the same that through the death, through death, he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. He had the power of death, but he has been defeated and destroyed by, he's been destroyed by, through the death of Jesus, right? It's through the death of Jesus that the devil was defeated. He had the power of death, but it's been, it has actually been destroyed. Three things. Jesus died, the devil was paralyzed, and you were delivered. It's found in this verse. It is all found. Jesus died, the devil was paralyzed, and we were delivered. Say, I am delivered. See, just as sure as the devil was defeated, you have also been delivered, church. Just as sure. The devil, we all can say in confidence and in faith that the devil was defeated, right? We know that. We do know that, right? We are all in agreement on the same page. Like we understand, we know the devil has been defeated. We say it all the time. We believe that. We know that. But just as sure as you are that the devil is defeated, you also have to be just as sure that you've been delivered. Because the same blood that paralyzed him, the same blood that destroyed him is the same blood that delivered you. See, people don't always put it together, so they think there's still something they need to do. But in reality, the blood of Jesus is enough. It is enough. And we break chains and strongholds in the mind. Don't get me wrong. We break off those chains and the strongholds, but they're in your mind. Because when we get the mind aligned with the will of God, you realize who you are in Christ and no devil has any access point any longer. Fiery, bold believers in the Lord. That's why the importance of being in the word. Say, I'm in my word. I love my word. It is my sword. And I am not afraid to decree that truth and to walk in that victory. Hallelujah. So, so just as sure as the devil was defeated just by the blood of Jesus, his death, we have been delivered. I want you to turn to your neighbor and I want you to tell him that very same sentence. Just as sure as the devil's been defeated, you've been delivered. You've been delivered. Now I want you to turn to somebody else and tell them the very same thing. Just as sure as the devil has been defeated by the blood of Jesus, I have been delivered. You have been delivered. But what about the generational curses? But what about all these things? Let me tell you something. The blood of Jesus is enough to destroy those things just at one glance in his presence. Yes, we take authority. Yes, we bind, we break, we cast out, we destroy. Of course, we speak these things because sometimes they're necessary because the individual needs it. But the reality is, is the curse was broken. The reality is, is that Jesus paid for it already fully with his blood. We're not against binding, breaking, and taking authority because it's also very biblical. What you bind here on earth is bound in heaven. What you lose here on earth is loosed in heaven. It's biblical. 
right? But these things become strategies of the devil, and they're in your mind, strongholds of the mind, that we must take authority and counsel so that we renew our mind daily on the Word of God. When we start to renew our mind daily on the Word of God, we walk differently. And because the access point is closed up, then we don't have to have the same old problems trying to defeat us when we're actually already victorious. So when we remember who we are, say, when I remember who I am, I walk in the victory that's already been purchased. When I remember. When I forget, I actually walk in lack. It's true. When we forget in that moment sometimes of weakness or the emotional thing, whatever, something comes up, and we allow, that's just taking that step backwards and actually walking back in the flesh. Because the reality is, is no curse can actually stand against a child of God. I don't care if your mother was a witch. I don't care if your father was a warlock. If you say yes to Jesus and that yes went deep down inside and then you know everything changes because the blood of Jesus. You rise up in your authority. The devil is afraid of a godly, fearing man or woman that really believes that the cross was enough. It's enough. The battle is in the mind, the stronghold. But we will not allow the stronghold to have its way. And sometimes, the enemy is so crafty, sometimes you go, I believe everything she is saying. Why is it that I don't have the fullness of this freedom? I want to have it. Why is it? I believe everything she's saying. I believe that is the word of God. We just read that scripture. I believe that fully. Why is it that I'm still so plagued by things again? Every thought captive, every thought take, every thought captive and make it obedient to the will and the word of God. The will of God is the word of God. The word of God is the will of God, right? So when Jesus died on the cross, his blood was shed. That's when Satan was defeated. Not when he rose again. When he rose again, that's beautiful and that's victorious. Not when he comes back, because he is coming back, but it was when his blood was shed. It's when his blood was shed. The blood is enough. Say the blood is enough for my victory. So just as sure as the devil was defeated, you have been delivered. I want you to say that just to yourself again. Just as sure as I know that I know that I know that the devil has been defeated. The word sp speaks that. The word doesn't return unto me void. The word doesn't lie. I know that is truth. But just as sure as I am that the devil was defeated, I am just as equally sure that I am delivered. See, because when you believe you're delivered, you walk differently. You walk differently. You walk with power. So the devil doesn't stop acting as if he wasn't delivered. And most believers, they don't automatically act as if they were delivered. They don't automatically act. Most believers don't automatically act as if they were already delivered lie that somehow the enemy has put into the minds of believers. But it's a lie. See, it's a lie. See, the devil won't stop acting as if he wasn't defeated. He was defeated, but he doesn't stop acting as if he wasn't. Look at the conniving trickery scheme of the enemy. Look at how conniving he's so defeated. It's like, no, you lost. And he's acting like as if he's a winner. No, but you lost. And he doesn't, he's ignoring you. He just keeps on acting like he's a winner. And then most Christians believe that he must have not lost. He's victorious because of his actions. And they think they're the loser. But in reality, it's the other way around. 
wake up and stand up and walk in your rightful authority. Are you guys following this? Is this is important that we get this? Because it changes the way that you think, and it changes the way that you pray. It, it really does. So, okay, I'm going to read it again in Hebrews 2.14. Those three points is that Jesus died, the devil was paralyzed, and we, I, you and I, we have been delivered. Inasmuch as the children have partaken of flesh and blood. So as much as you've partaken, okay, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through his death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. But I have partaken, say I have partaken, in the victory that Jesus gave me. Hallelujah. And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made alive together. He has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Now, I can take that and say, that's mine. I walk in it. I don't have to feel it. I don't have to go, oh, but I don't see the results of that. I don't see it. It's the, everything is not lining up so that this is proven. No, it's proven because it's spoken in the word. Right? So let's read it again. And you, being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. He forgave you when you were still in sin because of his blood. Having wiped out, he wiped it out. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us. There was a day that there were all manner, you know, every evil thing against you. It was a handwriting. It was requirements. They were against us. This is, which was contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way. You guys, we can stop right there. He has taken it out of the way. Every legal curse that was spoken against you was taken out of the way. Every diabolical, demonic assignment was taken out of the way. We have to wake up to the truth of God's word and go, I just saw it. You know that when you get the revelation, it becomes yours. And until you get the revelation, it's, it sounds good. And you might be, oh, wow, hey, that's good. That's a good word. But the minute that you walk out, the enemy comes and snatches it away because it didn't become a revelation within you. So let the revelation of the word right now start to penetrate and let every lying scheme in every place where the enemy puts you in forgetfulness, we cast that out right now in the name of Jesus. For you will not miss out on that which the Lord is speaking and doing and pouring in today. Amen. The requirements, they were already destroyed, removed. Hallelujah. He has taken it out of the way, having it, having nailed it to the cross. If you wondered, how did he take it away? What did he do? He nailed it to the cross. It was nailed to the cross. He disarmed, which means he spoiled, principalities and powers. He disarmed them. He made them a public spectacle. He said he triumphed over them. It was a, he made them a public shame. A public shame. The, and, and you know how you actually get the victory in this? Is, is, is in the midst, in the midst of your trial, you rejoice, you praise, you exalt, you honor, you say, yes, Lord, you serve him. You continue to serve him. You continue to bless. You continue to honor. You continue to have the heart of God in the midst of it all. Because if you've been undone in the spirit, if God has done a good work, if he has forgiven you, 
if he has filled you, if he has called you, do you know it? Or you walk differently? You're grateful. Are we grateful? We get to be a grateful people. We get to be a grateful people that no matter what, if he did nothing else for me from this point forward, I'm grateful. Are you grateful? If, which we know he, that's not even a true statement because he continues to be so good to us. He's, he, he is good, right? But let's just, let's just take it back for a moment for those that need it to be said this way. If he never did one more good thing for you, will you be grateful? Because it's a choice. It's a choice to be grateful, to be thankful. Hallelujah. You know why? Because we have eternity. How often do you think of eternity? We need to probably think about it more then. I think some people need to think about it more. You know, we, we have eternity that we get to spend with him. But, but if you don't have him, you have eternity. And I know that you're all in this room. You're saved because I'm pretty sure I know all of you anyways. Yes, as I look around. But those that may not be, uh, that will watch this later on, right? Or some that are watching online, right? We will spend eternity somewhere. And so we need to know that we are grateful because we have said yes to the saving grace of our Lord. We've accepted his finished work. So we are so eternally grateful. And if he never did anything else, we, he's done enough. He's done enough because he has saved you. He's done enough because he rescued you. He's done enough because he called you his own. And he has removed every requirement with his own blood. I just read it to you. He broke and he spoiled powers and principalities. He wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us. There were requirements that were against you. Do you understand what that means? The enemy had said, hey, there are requirements against them. They've done this, 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 this. Started listing them off. There are requirements that are against them. They are not qualified to be your servant. They're not qualified. They, they missed the mark. They, they cannot. There were requirements in our life that literally kept us bound in sin and away from Christ. Are we all following now? Okay, and so, and so the, the devil literally tries to tell Jesus, oh, you can't, they, they're, you know, they are, they're, they're not people to be chosen. They're not people to be accepted. They're not good enough. This is the things he said. But he says, away from me. Away from me, right? And he says, put me in remembrance. Put me in remembrance. He says, I don't remember that. I, I, I don't have any recollection of that. He says, all I see is the blood that I shed for them. All I see is that they have been forgiven. And the requirements that you're bringing about right now, devil, it's actually been canceled. And you are being made a public spectacle. Are we all following now? We have to know this. This is the truth of who Christ is in us. So the power of that starts to cause you to walk in such, such victory because you realize, wow, you know what? Even when I'm weak, I'm strong because I'm strong in the Lord. Even in the areas that oh, but I'm weak in that, that's okay. That's good because in your weakness, if you, if you yield, if you rely on the Lord, in your weakness, you're strong in him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So for verse 14 still, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross for me. It doesn't say that, but we know that's what it means. For us, right? Having disarmed principalities, powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them, and it's 
in public shame. Live under the Lord's rulership, church. Live under the Lord's rulership and have no fear of the devil. Have no fear of, oh, yes, but what if, and how about, and what, how come this is still not coming to pass? Because of the cross, you reign. Because of the cross of Christ, you have been chosen to be one that reigns. You're ruling and reigning in the kingdom. Like now, not just one day, but now. Because there are assignments that the enemy tries to bring to every one of us. But if you remember that you are ruling and reigning today, you shift the way of thinking to align correctly with who you actually are in Christ. And then you remember that actually I've already been, I, I'm victorious. I, I've, already, I've already been delivered and devil, you're, you're defeated. Let me remind you of who you are. Since you seem to try to play a phony game, well, I don't go for that. We can't go for that anymore. Say today I'm choosing a new thing. I'm choosing to walk rightly. I'm choosing to walk uprightly. I am choosing Christ. I am choosing the truth of his word today and every day thereafter. Hallelujah. And so we're going to hang on to that truth, right? We're hanging on to that truth. Yes, we are. Thank you, Father. So through his death, he defeated the devil, right? And he said, it is finished. We have to find out what he's already done in your life and walk in it. Well, I just told you what he already did in your life. So let that become so saturated deep down inside and walk in it. Let's go to, let's go to 1 Peter. When we read the word, we let the word just saturate deep down within us, and then the word starts to read us. You know that, right? That's how this works. And then we start to speak it, and we start to, we start to think like this word, and we start to act like this word. And so, but it's a transformation, it's a process. So that's why we always want to stay in the word of God. 1 Peter 1, 22. It says, since you, not your neighbor, since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. Stop right there. Let's go back and read it again. I do this on purpose so that you just, sometimes you get used to reading the word and you don't actually stop and think about what you're reading. Right? And so a very powerful phrase can actually bypass your understanding when God said, I wanted you to get the revelation of this because you will walk differently. You will walk differently when you get the, the truth, when it starts to sink in, right? So let's read it again. Since you, say since I, have been purified. It says, since you, since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. Since I have been purified because of obeying the truth. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 what? I've been purified because of the blood of Jesus. Yes. It was done because of the cross. The cross was enough. But you have to receive it. And in receiving it, you obey it. That's how we receive it. We receive it by walking in it. Oh, so by saying, wow, Lord, thank you for the shed blood. Thank you because in obeying the truth that I truly am set free, in obeying that, I receive the purity of my soul. 
And the area the enemy tries to taunt you is in your soul, in your mind, in your will, and in your emotions. That's your soul. Now let's read the whole scripture, verse 22. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently and with a pure heart. We get to love one another fervently and with a pure heart, but who needed to do the, the who needed to purify the soul in obeying? We, we did, right? We needed to purify our souls in obeying the truth. Your purifying your soul came through your obedience to the word. The obedience to the truth brings purity. The obedience to the truth brings victory. The truth is, you know, the truth is Jesus. And his truth has already been accomplished for us. But come on, you and I both know, first of all, we know not everybody is saved. So they're not walking in this. And secondly, we also know Christians that have said yes to the Lord but are not walking in what I'm referring to tonight, the purity of the Holy Ghost. You can hang on to an offense or you can hang on to the word. You can hang on to the truth. You can hang on to freedom and you will have the purity of your souls because you are obeying, obeying the word. Amen? So it's time to wake up, church, and not let the devil tell you that you're defeated. You got to flip it and say, no, you are. You've actually been defeated. I'm actually victorious. And so, and, and you know what, we have to, and we don't, Paul said, I, if I boast, I'm going to boast in the truth. We have to boast in this truth. We're not boasting that we're so great in and of ourselves. We're boasting in the fact that God is good. We exalt his name and we're exalting the fact that he has done this for us and that he is doing this through us as we are in obedience to it. Truth sets us free. The Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. I've taught you this before. It's, it's not just truth sets me free. No, the truth you know. Because it says you shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. If you don't know the truth, it's still truth. It still contains freedom. It's just not working in your life yet because you don't know it. It's sitting there and it's available for all of us. But until you know it, it's not working in your life. And it's not just a head knowledge knowing, but it's a revelatory understanding. So let every place of deception right now fall to the floor and bear no fruit. Let every place where the enemy tries to plague you with lies, with mixture, with 